Hey, I'm Sean, and I'm joined by one of my good friends in Gululego on a podcast we call Popping In. We dive deep into some of the hottest local and international TV shows. We bring you all the latest pop news and catch up on some of the most exciting and sometimes embarrassing things happening in our lives. Welcome. Welcome. Good, good to, to have, have you on this journey. journey. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode five of Popping In Podcast. My name is Sean. I'm hanging out with one of my good friends in Gululego. We do this every single Wednesday. It's another Wednesday. Day, another release of the episode. Gululego, how are you doing, friend? I'm good, friend. How are you? I am good. Um, I had quite a week this week. Oh my goodness. Mm. It's been <laughs> oh, a hell of a ride. You have been complaining about this week, so I want to hear what it is that you're complaining about. What happened? I Was can't... it work? Was it umjolo? Quinzagalan? Um, I've just been struggling to sleep. Like, I just oh. can't sleep. I went to gym at like 7 p.m. one of these days and I thought maybe mm-hmm. that'll aid me in sleeping because I'm tired. Friend, I stayed up up until like 2 a.m. in the morning unable to sleep. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, I, I hate it when that it. happens because on Sunday also when I came home because I went home for the weekend so I got mm-hmm. home on Sunday. I literally couldn't sleep for most of the mm-hmm. night but I think I know why because I had like two energy drinks <laughs> during the day so I think oh. that was the reason. Um, Because on Monday, I was able to sleep properly again. All right. Well, I had a great week. I think, well, in terms of work, it was a bit hectic, but everything else was pretty awesome. Um, It was chilled. I took a bit of leave and I went home for a couple of days. Because remember how on the other episode I was saying, I'm so homesick. I can't wait. (laughs) Um, So I went home to Gladstop, spent some time with family and some old friends that I used to work with that side. Um, so naturally, because now we can drink and socialize um, at, well, while maintaining social distancing. Cool. While <laughs> yes. wearing masks and stuff. While wearing masks and everything. So we did that on Friday night. It was pretty awesome. So awesome. I'm hanging out with them. So we, well, not on the day. So on the Friday, that's what I yeah. did on Saturday. I didn't really have plans, so I took just a drive around. I love doing that, and my friends think it's so weird. Maybe 7, 8 p.m., drive around, see what people are getting up to. (laughs) So I witnessed a fight. So I saw, like, a physical fight. It was between two girls um, close to some party that was going on down the street. So I think they were partying, and naturally, because they were drinking, they got into a fight. But it sort of got me thinking, when was the last time you were in a physical fight? fight because i remember mine very clearly yeah i think mine was the year 2007 Mm. primary school i think that year for me was very eventful first of all i was prefect at school right yeah and people naturally feel like they want to provoke you to see how far they can actually take it or how Mm. far you can actually take it (laughs) Yo, this this dude, his name is Paul. I remember Paul very well. Oh, we're name dropping? I love this. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Paul, Paul doesn't listen to this podcast because he hates me probably. <laughs> yes. What did Paul um, do? Paul was just like provoking me. Every single day, he would do something that he knows will piss me off. Yeah. Even outside of like the rules of breaking the rules of the school because to be honest i didn't care much because i also Mm -hmm. broke rules but i don't know he would say things about me or talk about me or talk to me in a bad way or Mm -hmm. just just generally be an ugly person towards me one day he said that he really wants to fight with me right and Mm -hmm. i was like oh okay 
I'm going to give you exactly what you want. After, after school, school is after, is after school. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, after school was indeed after school. You used to come to school wearing just like uh, a white shirt, ne? without the, mm. without a jersey or a blazer or anything. Friend, I ripped apart his shirt. I oh, slapped him all across his chest, all across his body. Oh, he went word. home bruised. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, it was so bad. I actually got called to the principal's office the next day to explain myself because I'm prefect. You yes. Know? He wasn't. So he didn't like need to explain himself. I had to because obviously I have to through and through. I need to mm. uphold you know, like the rules of the school, not to fight or whatever. So there's a certain expectation that they're expecting from me. Yeah. So, so you didn't lose your badge or anything? I actually did. Oh, wow. I did. You were that yeah. kid. <laughs> I don't think that was the only reason, though, because there's so many things that happened leading up to that. I think that one, they brushed it off. They're like, ah, oh, it's kids just fighting. But there are mm-hmm. other instances where... It would be like small Anyana physical fights here and there that that culminated to that moment. Yeah, and eventually when they took away my badge, I cried so much in the principal's office. It was just the principal and myself. Mm. Because also it's the embarrassment of walking back to class not being a prefect. Without the badge, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Because you think to yourself, oh my word, my world has been shattered. Because what am I going to say to my friends that I've Mm. been demoted? As a kid, you're always constantly trying to compete with people that are around you, like Avantana, like in your same class yes. or whatever. And if you are demoted, because they also hold you in such high regard when you're a prefect. If you are demoted, it feels like your whole world is crashing. Jeez, I've had quite a couple of physical fights. I'm um, sure. All... <laughs> I'm sure you are one of those Pumasilwe in the Daniso family. Uh, exactly. The thing about <laughs> me is... I was never bullied throughout primary school and high school. And I think it's because I could stand up to myself. So if somebody ever tried to bully me, I'd be like, I because <laughs> I am not going to take that. Like I was very, I think, confident as a child as well, probably even more confident back then than I am now. So it didn't really matter what people were saying or if I was getting bullied, like, I was like, I dare you (laughs) to believe me. Mm -hmm. So this one time in grade nine, I think was the last time I got into a physical fight. That one was quite hectic, actually, because it was the only one I got into in high school. And after that, I was like, you know what? I'm done. (laughs) But it was mostly the same as you. So the guy was bullying me. He was a bully in the class. Everyone knew him around the school. He was notorious for being, you know, the bully. So... He was, you know, calling me names, trying to do this and this and that. And I think at some point I just got really upset because I remember I was walking into the classroom, walking past his desk and he made some like comment that really upset me. I turned back and I slapped him in the face. The teacher was there. (laughs) The teacher was sitting right there. I slapped him in the face. And because obviously now everyone is looking at him, he doesn't want to be embarrassed. He stood up and he fought me and we literally had a physical fight. The teacher had to pull us apart. And I think the teacher was really shocked and everyone in the class was shocked because I was never that kid. Yes, I was talkative and blah, blah. But, you know, I was the good kid doing well in his grades and blah, blah, blah. I never got into trouble for anything until that day. So they sent us to the principal principal was shocked as well i think when i got to the principal's office i started crying (laughs) Mm. and 
I think, well, I wasn't crying because I was hurt or anything, but just, I don't know. I think I was just overwhelmed. A lot was going on. So I started crying and she, obviously because she knows the guy and he used to be like the class clown. He was in trouble all the time. So naturally she took my side because <laughs> she mm. knew that it must have been something he did um, that provoked me to get to that. So I explained to her what happened. Um, she told me it's fine. Go have some water um, and go back to class. So I did that. But at the end of the day, I was called by the intercom with him again, and we got invited to a hearing where they had to now go discuss everything that happened. My parents had to be called in. Even my mom was shocked. She was like, I have never been called for anything but award ceremonies and because you're doing well at school. So this is shocking. So I went, but... um. I think we only got like warnings, both of us, or he, but he was like on his second or third warning or something. But after that, I actually had a good relationship with the principal because my older sister had been to the same school. So at the end of the hearing, she was like to me, no, but I know your sister and me and her used to be very close. So if anything is bothering you and um, you feel like you need to talk or somebody's bothering you, my office is always open. You're more than welcome to come and speak to me. And I think after that, me and the principal got really close. Um, and yeah, it, that was quite a big thing in our class because everyone was like, Nkululeko did what? With who? When? So. And that's the thing about <laughs> school kids because once you do something so iconic, they like respect you. Exactly. <laughs> like, yo, umbunilum shai ganjani. Nak shai ganjalo now. Exactly. And I remember the next morning, I was so embarrassed to even go to school because I was like, oh my gosh, um, now everyone's just going to be talking about this fight and that's not my brand. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i went and eventually we got over it i mean um him and i were actually in the same um church as well so when we got to the hearing our parents knew each other from church so it was like a whole big thing but they knew so it is what it is but anyway we're not in any way promoting violence by the way on Absolutely this podcast not. we're just sharing i mean kids get bullied every day we have nephews and nieces that still go to school and i guess it's just one of those things where you can think back and be like oh yeah at some point in my life this happened all right now let's get into my favorite part of this podcast our tv buzz hilly is at the place where she's getting to realize who she is now i look at my reality and embrace it. That yes, I'm not from a rosy background. People have decided that they want me guilty. The whole aim was to have the family I never had. Maybe that's what it takes for people to learn. I can't say that I have a point of reference as far as being a good woman is concerned. Now I must listen to this. that you see in front of you 
is self-made. And now I'm ready to embrace the great that God has created me for. Yo, I'm so sad that it has ended, friend. So sad. We're checking out Life with Kelly Kumalo, currently streaming on Showmax. I think the first theme that comes through for me is the fact that Kelly Kumalo emphasizes the fact that she doesn't want to set the record straight because there's no record to, to set straight, basically. It's people that made her feel like a bad person. And the first thing that comes out for me is the fact that she's such an authentic, just a real person. Yeah, I think for me as well, that's one thing that stood out because before watching the reality show, we didn't really know much about Kelly except for what we read in the papers or what the media says about her or the rumors that are going around. So this was like the first time we see something from her perspective. And I think that's why this reality show did so well as well, because everyone was really interested to see actually what is Kelly all about? Like we've known her for most of our lives because she's always been in the public eye, but nobody really got her side of the story at any point nobody knew you know what she does in her spare time and I think um that for me was one thing that I really loved it um ooh, wow it's long that I really loved <laughs> about the show also she is gorgeous what do you think ooh. she ooh. is stunning and I think what reality shows tend to do uh, mm. across the world not just in South Africa they try glamorize the lifestyle of yes. the subject. And I've watched a lot of reality shows from Abo Running with the Rebs to Dineon's Diary to, you know, all the reality shows we've had because I'm a big fan of reality shows. And I think the one thing for me that stood out in her reality show was the fact that she shared so much of her personal life that at some point I was even like, whoa, like, is she really going to mention this person's name? Is she really going to say this? Because I think with a lot of reality shows, like you said, they show us things we already know, like them going to work, them shooting this, them doing that. And that's it. And by the end of the season, you don't even know if Umundia Jola or Gwenzagalani in their personal life. But for her, she shares that she's on, you know, on Tinder. <laughs> she shares oh, yes. Yeah, she says um, that she's single and she is hoping to find love and so many other things that are really personal to her. So that for me was really what I loved about it. Also, yeah. how cute are the kids? Oh, Tingo and Christian, they're so I cute. <laughs> oh, I, tweeted, I tweeted today saying, oh man, so cute. Like, yo, like it's just, it makes me want one. Oh, wow. When, how soon do you want that to happen? <laughs> Please, we're not going to get into that, but it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, the kids are so cute and they're very talkative, very intelligent as well. Mm. I was going to say that I was actually quite surprised at the fact that they're very talkative. Because normally when you have, um, you know, kids whose parents are famous, they don't really want to be on TV or they don't really you know, want to be as talkative as their parents are, or they're just naturally not. But I think when I watched this reality show and I saw the kids, they're very talkative. They didn't mind that there was cameras around them. Like it all felt so natural and so real because they, you know, didn't, it didn't feel like they were acting for the cameras because, I mean, it's a four-year-old, I think, and like a 10-year-old. So 
naturally they wouldn't know how to act for the cameras but the fact that they were so you know confident and outspoken that for me was like whoa really cool I felt really sad for the kids at some point though because I think the recurring theme of life with Kelly Kumalo is that self discovery journey that all three of them are going Christian Tingo and Kelly because yes. if you look at it all of them at some point in the in the reality TV show aren't sure who their real father is yes you know for example um Tingo's dad who mm. is um Senzo Meiwa yeah has died and Tingo is eagerly wanting to meet Ubabaki there's a point mm-hmm. in the in the in in life with Kelly Kumalo where now Kelly has to explain to her Guti dad went to heaven like she, she yes. she's so young she doesn't get the concept of you know she asks questions like when is he coming back you know mm. and i thought that was um that 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 theme that comes through a lot and then there is Christian, on the other hand, who wants nothing to do with the dad, <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, and I'm sure, and you and I, even before we started recording this, you and I actually spoke about how ooh, Christian might know mm. what is being said about his dad in the yeah. media at, at school, etc. And that might be the reason why he doesn't want to meet his dad. Because mm, I feel like times have changed now. Maybe back in the day, you'd be able to keep such things from a child. But right now, there's social media. Kids have very young parents who are in touch with what's happening on social media. So if you're in, your child goes to school, obviously, other kids know that, okay, and we know who the father is and blah, blah, and this is what happened. So I think there are sort of stories the child possibly could have heard Um either outside or from school or wherever. And maybe that's the reason he's not interested in finding out who the father is or meeting the father at all, Um, which was really interesting to see as well. I think, though, I want to ask you who your favorite, I don't want to say character because it's a reality show, but who's your favorite person on the show except for Kelly? Wanda Baloy. She is so real. Like, Oanda uh, is not the type of friend that like beats around the bush. And when she tells you something, it's so profound that you actually want to listen to what she has to say. Yes. Her diary sessions for me were amazing. Were am- yeah. it, it felt like a motivational speaker. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, who needs a motivational speaker when you've got friends like Wanda Baloi in your in your presence, you know? Exactly, because like watching her at some point, I'd be like, whoa, she, now she's speaking to me and things that are happening in my life. Because it's so, you know, it, she sounds almost like a motivational speaker. And the fact that she's always there to listen to Kelly and to give her own advice and her opinions. And she's just very wise. I think that's one thing that came out from me watching the reality show. I was like, wow, she is really smart she's the kind of friend you want to have around you know when you're going through things um so i absolutely loved her i think also um my favorite was is his name kotato the designer ah yes yeah yes i think he was really fun as well he brought the fun to the show i think so too i think another theme for me that comes across is the power of sisterhood right between kelly brenda and wanda it's Beautiful. just so good to know that she has 
such supportive friends and they all support one another. They are there for each other through and through. I think that's very important for me because you need that close knit um, of friends that you know con- that you know you could constantly rely on. Yeah, I think one thing also that I really enjoyed was watching her therapy sessions. Like I was shocked that she's actually going to let the cameras inside because <laughs> I was like, I oh, I saw her arriving and I'm like, okay, maybe we're just gonna see the door and they're gonna close and she'll come out telling us yeah. about it. But they literally showed the entire therapy session, her speaking about how she feels as though um, people have never given her the benefit of the doubt. And one thing she really said that really made me feel so sad for her was the fact that people used um, her pain against her. Her loss of Usenzo Mewa and people were making jokes about the fact that umbulele or um, every time she poses with another guy and posts on social media they're like okay um, she's going to kill him next and you know joking about such things because we say such things on social media and people tweet such things but you never really think about the fact that this is actually another human being and she's reading these things and they really are affecting her, although she never really says anything. Because I always thought maybe ugh, she's unbothered because she never replies to these tweets or whatever. But to hear her say that it really does affect her and it hurts her that people, you know, see her in that light for me was very sad. I was like, shame, man. Yeah. All right. So now more on the lighter things. Um, Okay, not mm. really lighter, but what is... What was your funniest part of the reality show? Without giving away too much, because some people haven't watched it, but mm. what would you say was hilarious? The part where Kelly takes uh, Utingo and Christian to go see a billboard. Yes. And then <laughs> is like absolutely not interested at all. At all. At all. And Christian, was... on the other hand, is like reading there what it says, not for sale to persons under the age of 18. <laughs> and then, you know... And then they take pictures and and Tingo is like, I'm not about this life. I wanted to go to Gold of City instead. Exactly. I think that, was that was hilarious. Also, my favorite part was when she went to go see the skin doctor because she felt like <gasps> her hands were too dark. <laughs> <laughs> I actually posted that on my WhatsApp story. I was like, yeah. hey. Because <laughs> she talks. Yeah, because we always see these tweets of people teasing her about that. But to see her laugh about it as well was quite funny because she was like um yeah you know people that have gone to skin lightning <laughs> will tell you that your hands are the most stubborn part of your body that do not want to change color next thing was bambe umlobo and it looks like you're being kidnapped <laughs> i thought that was funny oh man uh, i died i think let's not give away too much but also i think what was important here is because you know how they've written so much about her in the papers about her uh yeah. divorce from her sister and I think mm-hmm. that is actually quite interesting to get Kelly's perspective because I think mostly what the papers were covering were from Zandi's perspective. Yes. You guys are going through a lot and then she would comment and then Kelly wouldn't say anything and then it becomes a one-sided story. So for me, it was very important that we hear Kelly's narrative of you know, the events that took place. Yeah. And just before we wrap up, what would you have wanted to see being done better in this reality show? Your friend, it's very hard for me to say because remember at the beginning of this review, I did say that I'm really sad that it's come to an end. 
you know? Mm, so I yes. feel like the way the story of Kelly was told, it's just, it just, for me, it was incredible. I've never seen her in that light before, you know? Mm. We, I mean, we always see her performing on stage and all of, and everything. We've seen her on Rolling with Kelly on ETV back in the day. That did not do justice to the person that she is, you know? Yeah. She's a big crier, for example, very emotional. I wanted to see all of that for me. It was very important for me to see that. But for, yeah. for Kelly, I got to see the side of her that I've never seen before. Yeah, I agree. I think also having watched it, I was happy with like everything. I enjoyed it from the first episode to the last. I think though, I did have one cringe moment where I was like, oh, I'm not sure about what's happening here. And that's when she had this photo shoot and she does the black face where oh. she's covered in paint and she looks really dark. Because I know Pearl Tusi has done something similar, a, a TV, sh- not a TV show, but like a photo shoot where she had something similar done to her face and she looked really dark. And there was an uproar on social media about it that you're a light-skinned girl and you're doing this and blah, blah, what kind of message is it sending? So I think that's the only thing I was, I was just scared of what the social media people are going to say you know like have you seen any comments in that regard has have people any have people commented i have not and i think that's what i that was going to be my next point the fact that the reality show was so good that everyone just overlooked that nobody um you know also i think what also made that not be such a big deal is because they also in the reality tv show kind of considered how it's going to be accepted because yes, they, they, they didn't just do it, it and thought just put it out there but they thought about it and they were like should we do this is it the right thing what are people going to say so i think mm-hmm. if you consider how people are going to react it makes the the landing of whatever you're trying to to create a lot more better rather than just ignoring yeah. you know what blackface means yes absolutely but other than that Perfect, perfect reality show. One of the best I've seen in South Africa. I feel like it's up there with Dinawa's diary. (laughs) Yes, I I think big ups to the bar leader, Abo Legend, Nabo Ole, for bringing us this. It is absolutely incredible. I can't wait for season two. Um, I'm literally waiting (laughs) at the edge (laughs) of my seat for the release of season two. Uh, hopefully next year sometime but you know what this was incredible i've never seen kelly like this i've i literally went through all the emotions watching that every time she cried i also wept i was like wow she goes through a lot it's just (laughs) i've never felt like that for a reality tv show and i'm putting it down now ever in my entire life so this this really hit my heart i appreciate it yeah thank you absolutely if you haven't watched it you can find it on Showmax. there are 13 episodes and it's available to stream on Showmax. it's life with kelly kumalo <laughs> <laughs> all right now that we've reviewed that in our tv buzz let's jump into another cool part of the podcast i mean this podcast is cool in general but this i mean also makes it even more cooler let's jump into <laughs> your pop news and find out what your faves are getting up to pop news. we kick off this week's pop news with some sad news receiving an award for playing a superhero is amazing but it's even greater to acknowledge the heroes that we have in real life so 
I just want to acknowledge somebody that's here today, James Shaw Jr. Where are you stand? <laughs> you didn't even know we were about to do this, did you? Uh-uh. If you don't know James Shaw Jr., he fought off a gunman in Antioch, Tennessee at a Waffle House. Tributes are pouring in for Chadwick Boseman, star of the groundbreaking superhero movie Black Panther. He died after a private four-year battle with colon cancer. He was only 43 years old and never publicly discussed his condition and continued to work on major Hollywood films during and between countless operations and chemotherapy. Chadwick became the first black superhero to get his own standalone film in the record-breaking Marvel franchise with 2018's Black Panther. Our weapons will not be used to wage war on the world. It is not our way to be judge, jury and executioner for people who are not our own. Not wrong. But didn't life start right here on this continent? So ain't all people your people? I am not king of all people. I am king of Wakanda. He died in his home with his wife and family by his side. We at Popping In would like to send our condolences. Tiwa Savage and Sam Smith have teamed up for a brand new song. It's called Temptation, a sultry love song that is guaranteed to get your hips swaying side to side. According to Billboard, Tiwa told Apple Music Zane Lowe she had goosebumps when she heard Sam on the track. Temptation is the latest release from Tiwa's album Cilia, which is currently streaming on all music platforms. On to some local news now. If you haven't seen or heard of South Africa's very own Master KG's hit song, Jerusalem, then it is time to get stepping and singing. I mean, the song even has a Spanish remake. <laughs> Love to see it. Jerusalem is currently the biggest hit single from South Africa to reach great heights overseas. The hit track is now sitting on 100 million views on YouTube. Master KG thanked his fans and the world on his Twitter account by tweeting, I still can't believe it. Thank you world for making it possible. Shout out to Nom Nebo and to Open Mike Mudimo Umata. Hashtag Jerusalem 1 million. Juanito Amos. And finally, what a week Katy Perry had last week. The superstar singer just gave birth to her and Orlando Bloom's daughter, Daisy Dove Bloom, on August 26th. And now Katy Perry says she's ready to deliver her second child, which is a new record. At midnight on Friday, August 28th, the Grammy-nominated artist dropped her sixth studio album, Smile. Yeah! She said, I finally got my smile back. I hope this record puts one on your face too. The 35-year-old star also noted that her message was sent from her hospital bed. Aww. With this new album comes 12 songs from Katy Perry, including Daisy's, a nod to her daughter's name. Smile also includes previously released tracks such as Never Really Over and What Makes a Woman as well as Harley's in Hawaii. Other tracks on the record also include Cry About It Later and Champagne problems absolutely cannot wait to start listening
Thank you for popping in with us on Wait For It. Popping in. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on the social media streets as well on Instagram and Twitter. It's at popping in underscore podcast. Remember to catch our next episode next week, Wednesday, on Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, say bye, Sean. Bye, Sean. <laughs> <laughs>